0: On today's episode of Diving In.
1: I, I always take my mental health very seriously because it is authenticity, I think, is what really wins on TikTok. Is and that's why I love it as a platform because you have places like Instagram where it is about being polished and filtered and look at my, you know, palatial house and my big cars and look how, you know, many abs I have. But then TikTok, it really is just about authentic and being like this is how I am this is what it is like I haven't showered this morning i in my sweatpants millions of people are gonna see this let's go
2: welcome to diving in a podcast aiming to explore the deeper themes behind the entertainment and content creation industries I'm Leslie Mosier and I'm Marissa Mullen let's dive in Today, we have a very
0: special episode of Diving In with John Graziano, also known as the amazing owner of Noodle the Pug, who invented Bones or No Bones Days. A Bones Day is when it will be a very productive day to take risks and treat yourself, and a No Bones Day is a day for rest and self-care and to take some extra time for yourself. Now I'm going to let Doug the Pug take it away and give Noodle and John a very special intro. John Graziano lives in New York City with his pug, Noodle, Yes, That Noodle. Noodle and John are massive stars on TikTok, where they went ultra-viral for John's Bones or No Bones Day videos, where Noodle's decision to get out of bed every morning was a forecast for the rest of the world. We are so excited to learn all about how this started, connect on what it's like for your pug to be famous, and talk about the ups and downs of social media. Welcome, John and Noodle, to Diving In. Hi!
1: Welcome. Thank you so much for having us. Thank you so, so much. I am so excited to be here, and congratulations on the podcast. I am such a fan. This is such a great space for you. I am so excited to be here. Thank you.
2: I'm so excited that we're going to be talking about pugs this whole time. Oh yeah, my favorite dog breed that exists.
1: You cannot exhaust it, the topic; it cannot be exhausted.
2: It can it, it. We just deserve to all just be
0: highlighting it more. Pugs, pugs, pug pugs, awareness. Pugs. Yeah, mm, pug, pug awareness pug exactly.
1: Pug away- I like to yeah. think that that's part of what Noodles doing is he's just an ambassador, right? He's yeah. an ambassador for A the breed, breed. ambassador.
0: <laughs> <laughs> breed, breed ambassador. It's funny now that I think about it. I met Marissa. Like mostly because we had a mutual love for pugs, and then I met John because of our love for pugs. Mutual love of pugs—it is literally
2: what brought us all here to this exact
1: moment right now. (laughs) And I'm thinking it's probably what brought a lot of people to tune in as well.
2: So with diving in, we start off with more surface level conversations, similar to what you may hear in a normal interview. And then as we go on, we dive deeper and explore the topics that are more personal, like internal struggles of the entertainment industry, imposter syndrome, and all of those deep questions into the water. So we're starting on Bahama level surface. Ooh,
1: the <laughs> cerulean seas. The cerulean seas. <laughs> I've always loved dogs. I've always loved people. I've always considered myself a people person. But I kind of figured out over the years that dogs were just like people, but just like less problematic and better. Yeah, just exactly like (laughs) they can. They'll let me know how I'm how they're feeling in the way that like I still get like. I'm still satiated from the interaction, but they're just like, oh, you're much easier to figure out. Like you're, you're. If you're gonna break my heart, it's just because you're gonna like poop on something that I love. Like they that can't is, be
2: toxic. I, they're not your toxic. A, no, ex. they
1: can't. <laughs> no. no. And if they're toxic, it's just because they have a little too much yeast in their face, and you can get rid of that easy breezy. <laughs> so I've always loved dogs, but one of my mom's dearest friends, Joanne, uh, had that she adopted this pug named Red, and. Do we can we swear on this podcast?
2: Yeah, go for it. Noodle yeah.
1: red was batshit crazy. Red okay. was Bat chick crazy. He was he, and to the point where he like misled me on what pugs were like, because mm. Red was so energetic. He was so in your face, like all constant the time. zoomies all the time. He, oh my god, perpetual zoomies. His older his older brother was this big boxer, so it was just this boxer Jeez. dog and a pug, and they would just chase each other around. The oh my gosh, it was bedlam. See,
2: that was my dynamic. I had a yellow lab and a pug, and the pug thought oh, yeah. that he was a yellow oh, lab. Yeah. And my mom would bring the lab on, like, three-mile runs, and the pug would go with them. He was, like, literally just a meatball of muscle. He was, like, the most jacked pug
1: I've ever seen in my life. That's how Red was. That's how Red was. And Red was this, like, super energetic, super fun, like, very much a dog dog I've loved I've loved red and in that I just started to love like it became like more of a thing where I always grew I grew up with a smaller dog, so pugs were also smaller dogs, which I really loved. And they just had such they have such incredible personalities. Mm. Like they have the such best. incredible yeah. personalities. They're so they're so over the top with the way that they express themselves so and snuggly. the way that Oh my God, so snuggly, cuddles. so cuddly, cuddles. and also very vocal when they need to be left B. Like Noodle will, mm-hmm. I, the amount of times that I will pick him up, and even before any of this happens, like the amount of times that Noodle will just go no bones on me because he's like, do not pick me up from this space.
0: We call it Doug's moo. He sounds like he's mooing. He's like, "Oh Yeah,
1: absolutely. It's <laughs> it going to be in high def yeah. on
0: this podcast, man. It's going to be an echo. One thing I am constantly striving to do for my body is lower inflammation. Higher inflammation means more pain and discomfort, and that's the last thing I want. My number one go-to supplement for inflammation is Turmeric Complex by Paleo Valley. I really, really notice a difference when I am taking this consistently. Their Turmeric Complex is made with full-spectrum, whole-food, organic turmeric. Most turmeric supplements only contain one specific compound found in turmeric root Curcumin. Turmeric Complex contains four powerful superfoods: turmeric, ginger, rosemary, and cloves, the most potent spices for promoting healthy inflammation and protecting against oxidative stress. I'm a huge believer in high-quality supplements for our body, and I truly wouldn't recommend this if it wasn't really my go-to. For 15%
2: off, go to paleovalleycom divingin diving in. Listeners at home who can't see, Noodle has entered the chat. And yeah,
1: Noodle has entered the chat.
2: He's as cute as ever. Is it a Bones or no Bones Day? Do we know? It is a
1: Bones Day. It is it's very a much a Bones Day. Bones. It's so. I much knew a bo- it was a Bones yeah. Day. Yeah, he walked to the it's bar this a good day. morning.
2: Oh my gosh.
1: Noodle, he's got such a spring in his step. I think Daylight saving Side did something to him. So now he's just like going on like long walks and we're going to get coffee this morning and he ends up making a beeline towards our bar
2: Oh, my That you like
1: to go to. But it is 930 in the morning and he's standing outside the door <laughs> like, come on, dude. Like, I need a Kahlua. And it's like, Noodle, you don't. Him. You don't need a Kahlua. You don't so, need a Kahlua so Sweet much. May.
2: When did you end up um, adopting Noodle? How
1: old is Noodle? All right. So, Noodle is 13. Here you go. Here you go. Noodle is 13 and a half years young. Oh, so um, cute. He's old as the trees. Um, but I adopted Noodle in 2016, January of 2016. So not not on the hunt for a pug by any means. Always open to a pug, but I had just gotten a job at BarkBox at a company called BarkBox, and I'm sure a lot of people are familiar with BarkBox. Just dog. Everything. So the office was in New York City and you could bring your dog to work with you, which was such. And again, this was 2016. This was still very novel. So progressive. So progressive. Mm-hmm. Oh, my gosh. So progressive. And um, chaos. It was chaotic oh, as well. Yeah. I okay. loved working there. It was there were 20 dogs. I wouldn't Just know. Just a pack
2: running. Things. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I would forget the owner's name, but I'd be like, that's Banjo. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. I would know oh, the dog. I'm like, that's Banjo's mom. Like, that was <laughs> kind of where it went. Um, but I got this job at BarkBox and they did a comedy night once a month where it's called Open Bark Night. It was run by a comedian in New York City named Katie, Katie Haller. And again, so fun, absolute bedlam. It was basically an open mic night. People, there would be comedians from New York City and then people could go and bring their dogs. So it was hilarious how it would be a normal comedy night. And then all of a sudden there would just be a poodle would just like walk in front of you on stage. And there were some comics that would like ignore it and just keep doing their set. And then there were other ones that'd be like, well, we're just going to talk about the dog that's in front of me. Oh
2: my gosh. Um, that sounds like my <laughs> dream night.
1: It was, night. <laughs> it was uh, May. They'd have beer. They'd have pizza. It was so much fun. And so many, I would tell all my friends and they'd be like, we should come every, every week. And I was like, yes, you should. This is peak New York city entertainment. So it was my very first month working there, my very first month that I did one of these open mics, excuse me, and I did, my whole bit was about not only how I had just got a job where I could um, adopt a dog and bring them to work with me, which was sort of my green light, right? I was like, I've always wanted to adopt a dog, uh, but I didn't want to get a dog that I would just leave in my apartment. I didn't want to get a dog, especially when I, I lived up in Harlem and I worked in Chinatown. Like, this was not a casual thing. Um, I wasn't making enough money to pay for a regular dog walker in New York City. There was just a lot that wasn't wasn't the, the right time for. So I got this job Working at a company we could bring your dog. And I was like, okay, this is it. So I did my bit about how I was finally in a position where I could look into adopting a dog. Um, and I told them specifically that I had really gotten into that mindset of wanting one because I had recently met Doug the puck. I did the open mic and at the end of my bit, a woman came up to me who was in the audience and she was fostering noodle. Noodle had been an oh. owner surrender she was he was 7 years old when he was surrendered and he was loved his entire life but the his og mom uh, who follows Noodle on Instagram and she sent me some baby oh. pictures. Oh, yeah, she's wonderful. Wait, um, you
0: have baby pictures? I have
1: I have baby, I have baby noodle pictures. Yes, I, I do. I need I need yep. you to text me. I those will later. send you okay. some little baby noodle pictures. He's in like little shirts. It's hilarious. Um there's one where he's sitting in front of a whole pizza, and I'm like, okay, now I know why. Um, but he was loved his entire life, and it was just one of those impossible decisions where she made the the she was thinking about his. Longevity and the care that he would need. So due to her own circumstances, she had to surrender Noodle. And he was with this foster who was at this event. And she came up to me afterwards and just had this photo of this 28-pound... Noodle was 28 pounds when I adopted him. He was massive. This 28-pound pug sitting in the front seat of a car on an Ikea bag looking so grumpy. And she just went, this is Noodle and he needs a home and I think you have a great vibe. Would you be interested? And I looked at my roommate and I just said... I'll pay. And she was like, uh huh. And we had no meet and greet. There was nothing. Two weeks later, he showed up and crash landed into my life. And it's been, oh my God. it's been a heaven ever since. Expensive, expensive, yeasty heaven.
2: <laughs> yeah. So to pivot, to, to do a little transition into Noodle. So Noodle is a worldwide superstar. Um, If you're listening to this, I'm sure that you've heard of Bones or No Bones Day uh, in the past six months. And we want to know, when did you get into TikTok and what inspired you to do your first Bones, No Bones video?
1: Sure. So I got into TikTok in February of last year. So February of last year, um, I I mean, I was combating... Existential dread. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I don't say that like it's over.
2: <laughs> February of last don't year in think- New York City was really dark. I was here uh, for that. It was not okay. Yeah, Eating outside pre- under the heaters, oh, and that was the God. only option.
1: Mm-mm. Do not make me eat <laughs> a burger <laughs> on the street. Whatever. Do not make me eat a In 20-degree weather. St- you know what I mean? Like, please, please. I did it, but please. So – um, 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 uh, I got, so I just, I did that thing where I was like, I'm too old, I'm too old for TikTok. Like, this is not a space for me. I can't really be there. And then of course I downloaded it. And within the first hour I was like, oh no, everyone here is a genius and don't ever take me away from it. I was, I love, I was fascinated by it because I work in social media marketing. Like as a, as a career, I've worked as a social media, um, uh, manager. I've worked as a so- engagement manager content producer, all that stuff. And I love social media and I d- despise social media. It's really is one of those same. things where <laughs> I see the real value in it. And I don't know. It's kind of like the internet just in general where it's like, yes, I can this objectively. I think this has made the world a better place, but also, holy shit. Oh, oh my God. What a horrible, horrible, <laughs> what yep. a horrible thing you've unleashed on the world. And I think social media is the same way. Um, But I do think it's sort of a necessary evil at this point because like the kind of, I was just looking for community. I was really looking for community. I had done, I've done some standup around the city. We were home for a year and I was just like, I need to create. I need to create. I need to put myself out there. I need to do something that's going to make me feel like I am moving the needle in the trajectory of my life in some capacity. So I downloaded TikTok and I was immediately obsessed with just trying to A, figure out how this app works um, I loved that it was a platform where you didn't have to have hundreds of thousands of followers for people to see your videos. Mm-hmm. Like right yeah. off the bat, I immediately thought, what a smart move. Because, all you know, Insta- Facebook, Instagram, you cannot do anything unless you pay to play. Like there is organic posts need money. You can't do anything unless you're putting money behind it. And TikTok is still in this place where the algorithm is like, I don't know how it works, but you just, you put stuff up there, you use some hashtags. And if people watch it and they engage with it, more people will watch it and engage with it. And I just thought, what a great way to recognize talent and to help get, you know, some eyeballs on some of the content that, you know, I'm making or some of these other great content creators are making. So I downloaded TikTok uh, with just the intention of doing some, some comedy stuff, some skit stuff, um I, uh, it's, as we record this, it is Mental Health Awareness Month. And I have, I am always, uh, anxiety is something that I've always tried to navigate around. I feel like everyone has anxiety. Uh, but I've really, I've really, really had to battle uh, with mine throughout my life. And I found that I've, anxiety is such a useless feeling. Like, it's just useless. It doesn't have any, it has no utility. Like, at least anger, you can learn something. So with anxiety, I decided that I was like, oh, if I do comedy or I make bits about my anxiety, I can find some value in it. I can, I can, you know, I can actually make something out of this. I can spin gold out of straw. So I just started doing these little skits about like, I did one where I had posted about how I had a good night's sleep one night and like I played both myself and my anxiety showing up being like, oh, that's okay. I'm glad you slept well. Like I'm going to break you in three seconds. Yeah. Remember that thing <laughs> you said to Tom 12 years ago? And it's, you know, just, remember that, this yeah, just these yeah. funny little things. And that was the first video and it got up like, you know, 600,000 views or something. And I just kind of sat there and I was like, oh. Oh, so my mm-hmm. people are here. Like, my people are on this platform. Um, and I knew, I sort of knew that Noodle would be a part of it. I Obviously, obviously he has a star power. Um, but I also, like, he's just so silly. And the very first Bones or No Bones video we filmed was actually, like, last March. So the very first one does not look like what you think it is. It was Noodle just lying on the couch... And I'm telling, I've got his little harness and I'm telling people like, this is my dog. His name is Noodle. And he's playing his favorite game called No Bones, where he just doesn't have bones. Where I take him on a walk and he doesn't <laughs> have bones. So you watch me like have to peel this pug off of the couch to put his harness on. And again, the video just did very well. And people were really nice. Like people yeah. were very nice, which I think is also very rare on social media. You know, you get people say mean things all the time and, you, you know, you just kind of move past it. But so many people were like, oh my gosh. I have a senior pug or my dog does this, you know, just those kind of those buzzwords, those keywords that you look in comments, you're like, okay, well, if people find familiarity in this, and they think there's something special about noodle, I should continue to post these. So fast forward to August of 2021. So this is months and months and months after I kind of started posting and I quote unquote, taking it seriously. One day, one day I I just decided to film it. One day I was like, you know what? Like, I bet this would really resonate with pug people on TikTok. Like, if you look at that video on August 13th, and I only remember it was August 13th because that day I had flown to Rochester, my hometown, for one day because it was my friend Julia's 30th birthday and she never asked us to do anything. But that day she was like, I want people to come celebrate my birthday with me. And we're like, okay, we'll be there. So I just, I had this video on my phone of... Noodle having no bones. And I just did a quick voiceover, like on my mom's porch. I was sitting next to her and I was like, Oh my gosh, you're just in time for another round of bones or no bones to find out how this dog, how is he going to do? And it was, there was no fortune telling aspect. There was no, and we're going to find out how your day is going to go. It was just, we're going to see if Noodle has bones this morning and he had no bones. And I did. I used like hashtag old pug, hashtag senior pug and. Before, before I knew it, the video had a million views. Like you just saw, it would just climb up hundreds of thousands of views to the point where my mother, who is not the most social media savvy, all both of us were looking at this like, what the, what the hell is
0: going on? It's a wild on? feeling.
1: Yeah, wow. it's, Watch yeah, it all it's oh gosh, yeah. it's my gosh. It's Yes. It's when you very, refresh it's, and you
2: see it jump so much and you're like, well, wait, oh my what? Gosh. And then you're getting like hundreds of followers at once. That's something that TikTok, you can't get that on any other app. And it's no, just insane. It's,
1: I remember I went to bed one night with like 200,000 followers and I woke up the next morning with six. And I was just like, what the hell is going on? And before I knew it, over the course of a Two weeks we had amassed millions of followers, and Noodle had just kind of permeated pop culture. And it's so cool. But all it was of that very, was two it was, weeks. It was, it was it took from between October 3rd and like October 24th. So like three weeks was. Yeah, because I, I want to like happened.
2: reiterate to our listeners, like this happened in the span of two weeks. Like that is so much just so much like I, how did that feel no when all of that was like you know press is coming at you and celebrities uh, are tagging was, you like it's insane
1: it was fa- well, it was fabulous it was so cool first of all it was so cool just because like working in social media as long as i have you always just wonder what is this like like what is this like when something will really take off and noodle had had viral content before like noodle had had some stuff really take off on instagram before his very famous uh p- what leslie what were you gonna say <laughs>
0: I was telling Marissa earlier about his fortune-telling photo. Oh, yeah. And yeah, I, magic I, I, yeah, magic meatball. Yeah, magic and meatball. And I feel like, Iconic. do you think Noodle was predicting the future of Bones or No Bones Day? A
1: thousand Have percent. you
0: put that together? Yes. Like, that's, oh, my gosh. He,
1: he's... The- the girl who ran it, Allie, the girl who, like, Katie and Allie were working together at the BarkBox team, and they had done Magic Meatball. Because what he used to do, and he still does it a little bit, is he'll tilt his head when you speak to him. He'll just tilt his head one way or yeah. the other. And we were like, oh, okay, so this is either yes or no. And they did, like, this fake Miss Cleo where, like, people would call in fake voiceovers and Noodle would say yes or no. <laughs> yes. I 1,000% think that we saw the vision years ago, and it just manifested at this time. A 1,000%. percent his
2: tarot cards. Yes, I also feel like it It must have been beneficial for you to come from an experience in social media already, because I always feel so bad for these young kids who get that TikTok blow up, you know, overnight and have no idea how to even like where to start. And although it is so overwhelming, like, do you feel like you had the right tools to kind of navigate this or was it still just completely chaos?
1: So it's a little bit of both because like, I definitely felt like I had enough tools as far as just knowing best practices right off the bat, like just knowing like, okay, if uh, like, you know, knowing that if I'm going to put up a post, it has to provide value to people. Excuse me, even if it's an ad, like we did a, you know, if it's an advertisement, this has to be fun for people who have no idea what the product is or couldn't care less what the product is. You know, this is TikTok where a lot of people are very, very young on this app. Like I'm not going to successfully sell you, you know, a, a long weekend in New York City, but I can make a video that's engaging and fun so that even if you're not interested in subscribing to this or buying this product, it still provides value, which is the most important thing any content creator can, can I think, know is that if your post is only serving yourself it's not going to do what you want it to do
2: totally um
1: and then like engaging with the audience knowing that like it's so important to talk to people and to be responsive on a platform um so I knew like some of the baseline stuff but I had so many people be like oh you work in social media like you must have known and I I had no idea this was gonna happen I still have no idea how this happened like I used a couple (laughs) hashtags like there was no Magic formula or anything, honestly, honestly, I think it's just because people were sort of hanging on by a thread and this silly little morning routine people could look forward to and see, you know, if this dog can get out of bed, I'm going to get out of bed too. Exactly. It was so
2: hopeful and like so Yeah, it just worked. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It just worked.
0: And I I think you need to give yourself a lot of credit too because you are like noodle is obviously so special, but- it is you that is narrating it. And every time I'm like, how does he think of these amazing <laughs> things to say? Like you, you've you always just had this really hilarious and like endearing and cozy. Like, I just feel like you're just a really cozy person. Like you're judgment-free and like free-spirited and like the internet ate that up. So like, yes, Noodle is so special, but like, so are you. Thank and you. You know, yeah, you used a few hashtags, but it also was your brainchild. Mm -hmm. Like you created something that had a way of being a daily thing that you could do. That's really hard to create. Oh, my gosh. So hard, right. Really hard to find something that you can no matter what day it is, you can post it and people will, you know, engage with it. And it just combined all of the things that you love, comedy, pugs, you know, your life. And when it's when you post something on social social media that's that organic, I feel like people can relate to that and yeah. they appreciate that. And so it it doesn't feel forced. yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: I totally agree with you on that. So in that same vein, I did also feel very overwhelmed. Like I did also feel very overwhelmed. So I felt prepared, but in in that, again, in that same vein, I knew that I had had, I created something that was sustainable and was really fun for people. But at that, at the same time, I never sort of expected this to happen. Like, I have a full-time job that I really enjoy. And they were, my whole team has been so supportive the entire time. They've been so great about just being like, oh my gosh, no, this is so exciting. Like, please go do this press opportunity or please take the day to just like call your mom and just kind of pull yourself together. They've been so great about this. But there's very little you can do to prepare yourself for that feeling of, you know, again, like there was no fortune telling aspect to this, but it was the very first Bones Day where Noodle stood up and everyone went, well, if the dog can stand up, I'm going to do my day too. And Noodle's more accurate than my horoscope. And Noodle mm-hmm. is Noodle's the one who predicts my day. And I saw those comments and I was like, OK, I'm going to roll with it. Like,
2: yeah, we're going to mm-hmm.
1: roll with it. So this is what people are already taking away from this. I might as well just make this a part of the bit. And it became very um. Uh very, again, like it was such a privilege and such a wonderful position to be in, but it became very, I put a lot of pressure on myself sometimes to just be like, you know, if Noodle is not into it this morning, I am not going to, po- like Noodle is not a prop. That's the big thing that is so important to me. And Leslie, I know you know this, but it's so important to me is that especially with the world of social media dogs. And I know everyone loves their dog and everyone treats their dog the way that, you know, the best that they can. Um but I, my big thing is, like, Noodle always has to be either comfortable, happy, or indifferent. Like, I can't bother this dog to try and get a video because that's also not going to – that's going to read. It's going to be clear if Noodle is uncomfortable or Noodle's not into it. Like, it's going to be clear. So my big thing was that pressure of – there are people, millions of people who are waiting to see these every single day. And if I didn't post one, that responsibility of, like, have I – Have I shot myself in the foot? Is this all going to go away? Is this, you know, is this funny enough? Is this not funny enough? Like some of those voiceovers I would spend so long trying to make perfect. And then I finally was like, Jonathan, you've spent an hour trying to record something that you don't have to think twice about. Just say what you just say something. And those would always be my best videos where I would just kind of get out of my head and upload this. Because I would just have to remind myself that the bottom line is this just provides utility for people and it doesn't have to be much more than that. It can just be something fun. So I felt I felt ready for it. But at the same time, there was so much that I was not prepared for and took me a lot of time to sort of navigate and get my footing with and like, what is my relationship with this app? How do I, what's my relationship with this audience? How much of Noodle do I share with them? you know what 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 are the expectations for me what are the expectations for him and it's really only been the past couple weeks where i've really really felt like nope i've got the reins of this people are going to get content when we can produce content noodles 13 and a half years old you know we're just going to we're going to play ball when 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 he's ready to and and it's it's just proven to be a really remarkable absurd crazy experience that I still have so much trouble just being like, oh my God, yeah, that's, that's right. <laughs> this is a real thing in my life that is real and is real. <laughs> yeah.
2: Social media is so hard. I mean, Leslie and I talk about this all the time, the pressure to create, because there is some sort of um expectation from your followers because, you know, they follow you for a reason and followers equal engagement, which equals, you know, if this is your full-time job, brand deals, which, you know, that's our living. And I, I definitely feel, so I run a cheese Instagram, That Cheese Plate, and it's Bless my full-time you. job. <laughs> and um, there's been times with like the algorithm changing where, you know, one reel won't get as many views as the other and I'll really let it get to my head. And Leslie and I just go back and forth with voice memos being like, it's not the end-all be-all. Like, take a step back. This is social media. Put it yeah. to the side. Take care of yourself mm-hmm. first. It's just so important to have a stable Stable mental health in this game, because from comments from, you know, you can get such mean comments that can really derail your entire week. Oh like, God. it's just it's so so you have to have such a thick skin. Yes.
1: So many people hate pugs. That's So many okay. people hate pugs. And <laughs> I, I hate get, them. <laughs> like It's so tough because like there's I get it like I I get it. You you want all of these... All dogs, you want to be super healthy and happy and have these long lives. But, like, there's so much misinformation out there where people just... I feel like the problem with, like, bulldogs and French bulldogs and pugs is that you can just, like, very... You can just see, like, you're like, oh, that's not what I would expect a nose to look like. And you're visually, like, okay, yeah, yeah visually. different. Any single breed, you can find something that you can go, you know what? This was bred into them. And, sh- like, you can just go in it. So... My big thing is just about making sure that... I. My big thing circles in on adoption. My big thing circles in on adoption and rescuing dogs because Noodle was seven and a half years old when I got him. And he was a dog that needed a home regardless of how you feel about the breed or about any anything. There is a dog that needs a home. Excuse me. He's already here. (laughs) He's already here. We're going to see how... We want him to live a long and healthy life and I'm going to take that responsibility on. So
0: the value that social media brings. I feel like there's something so important of – you have to find that value in yourself. Like social media, vir- virality, fame, the numbers, the likes, the comments, that is not going to bring you as much joy as many people expect it to. And if they go into social media expecting all I want to do is go viral, I want to be famous on social media and have millions of people following me, they are going to end up very unhappy because mm-hmm. it does not equate happiness you can get millions of comments and likes and followers and it never feels the way that you like think it would feel it never feels you enough end up, either i no. feel like it's similar yeah. to money
2: and to success you know it's like when you make a certain amount of money you're like okay i'm here but i want to make more it's like you get to a certain follower number and you're like okay, well, that person has more followers and this person has more engagement. I need to get there. And you're never content.
1: (laughs) We talked about it earlier. Like it's the view count on videos. Like in mid-October, like I would put up one of these and we would get 14 million views on Mm -hmm. one of these videos. And that was staggering. But like, then that number dropped to 8 million and the number dropped to 6 and the number dropped to 4 and now we'll get like 500,000 views on some of these videos and that is something that in the my experience working in social I did prepare myself for was just being mm-hmm. like you are the shiny new thing right now and that's so great you held on to that for a quite a long time like the halloween costumes you guys, the oh Halloween costumes this year, the amount of people that dressed up not only as Bones or No Bones, but as me and Noodle was oh my god, out of this world. It was the coolest, truly one of the coolest things that's ever happened to me.
2: If you've got a busy schedule, it could be hard to get all of your nutrients on the go. Even if you had the time to juice vegetables or eat a massive salad, you might not love the taste of dark leafy greens. As we all know, a lack of nutrition can lead to low energy, bad moods, and all sorts of long-term issues. That's why Organifi makes it easy to fill your life with more nutrition using delicious superfood blends. Add a scoop to a glass of water to energize and nourish your day with carefully picked adaptogens, fruits, vegetables, medicinal mushrooms, and more. It's one of the easiest healthy choices you can make each day. My recent favorite is the Organifi Green Juice, which is full of 11 superfoods to reset the body, including ashwagandha, corella, beets, turmeric, wheatgrass, and more. As someone who is constantly surrounded by cheese, bread, and all of that goodness, I need healthy greens to balance out my diet and my day. So Organifi Green Juice has been great for me. It's so delicious mixed into even just a simple cup of water, and it makes me feel like I have all the nutrients I need to jumpstart my day. So here at Diving In, we have a special offer for all of our listeners, and that's 20% off all products. So go to Organifi.com slash diving in, that's O-R-G-A-N-I-F-I dot com slash diving in for 20% off all products. Let us know when you try them, they are so tasty, and I'd love to know what you think. We were going to ask earlier, but we got into so many different topics, but what was like the craziest thing? That happened. I mean, so many crazy things happened in this entire journey of your your rise to fame. But um, I mean, Leslie was saying what was with the people article?
0: There was like in the people article, they talk about how, um, you know, people actually started basing whether or not they should propose or buy their house on a bones or yes. no bone. I can't say this. Bones are no bones (laughs) day. So (laughs) what is the the craziest one that you've seen? Like you're like, oh my God.
1: So I've got a crazy one. And then I've got a one that was like, oh, Jonathan, you need to keep doing this. And that's sort of why I've kept like, and it is just kind of closing the loop on the last thing. Like it's hard to see your views drop. But if you are, if you're on this platform just with the intention of getting more and more views with every video, you are probably going to fail at that because Mm -hmm. that's just not how the algorithm works and that's not how real like media consumption works. So it's been very, it's been humbling, but it's been very, very, very important to me to sit here and go, okay, we're not getting 14 million views on each one of these videos, but I know I'm still providing value for anyone who sees it. And that is enough. That is enough. To put it out there and know that there are still people who are getting their days made by a, a video that I can very easily produce, we're doing it. So the coolest thing that's come of it, like the craziest one um, was uh, someone posted a TikTok about how they went on a Bones Day and bought a lottery ticket. And she won like $300,000. What? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> she won like three, she posted like a series of TikToks about it. She won like $300,000 from a lottery ticket. And and Bones and No Bones was mentioned at like a Pentagon briefing. Oh my god. That was another big one. There was someone who posted a TikTok video that like she was working remote but she works as like an analyst or something for like the military and they were on like a, a call with like heads of security what? and someone one someone said like I don't know if it's a bones or no bones day but we've got to get this meeting started so she and the video is her like on like a nanny cam like falling to the floor laughing because she could not believe that like the g- lieutenant you know, colonel of our military was aware of what a bones or no bones day. It's was. also that, oh, like, it's it. also
2: wild that you've created a new word in our vocabulary. Oh
1: it's Like crazy. that is, in
2: that is a worldwide, like that is something that is just freaking insane.
1: Isn't it nuts? And it's that kind of leans into the, the one of the the ones that made me realize that I needed to keep doing this Where there were two. So the first was I got a message one day from someone that just said my mom is 80 years old. She's not doing very well, but she saw it was a bones day and she asked if I wanted to go on a walk with her. Aww. And I just went, OK, that's like. OK, if there's yeah. if this is something that it's ha- it's affecting people's mental health in a positive way, like you can't you can't pay for that. There's you know what I mean? There's there. It yeah. doesn't matter how many views you get on a video, how many follows you have. If you know that you're able to accomplish something like that authentically on social media, <laughs> run with it. Um, and then the other one I got was it, what you said earlier about how bones or no bones is kind of like a new it's sort of like new language. And I've gotten a lot of responses from people in uh, the um uh, whether it's a, a chronic illness or a chronic disability community, where they have said that bones or no bones is a language that a lot of people have adapted to using to sort of describe how they're feeling for the day. You know, they're able to they'll be able to use noodle as a way to, to ask to say, are you having a bones or no bones day today? And this the kid will say, like, I'm having a I'm having a no bones day today. And then oh this others, not just like the teachers, but like these other students will know what that means. And it doesn't mean it's not, it's not personal. It's not particularly like, you know, because a lot of times I, I can't imagine people would want to sh- overshare or say exactly like what the details are, because it's none of anyone's business, yeah, but like to yeah. just be able to say I'm having a no bones day to day to day, And for people to just know that means they're not having a bad day, but... Maybe they just need a little them time or they need to just take care of themselves. And people have adopted bones or no bones as a way to to communicate that. Well, they'll say, like, I'm having a bones day to day. And people will know that means that health wise, maybe they're feeling better than normal. And that mm-hmm. is just, my gosh, how could you what 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 more could you want? What more could you want? It's the really it's remarkable and and um it is it's very um it's very grounding when you get stuff like that where you're just like yes it's tiktok yes it's social media there are brand deals there are likes or followers or celebrities talking about it but like when you when you hear that there's been a visceral impact on the the way that people frame their days around it it's really so much more than <laughs> It's just a, it's a silly yeah. thing I do with my old pug, and it's just turned into something very valuable to so many people, and it's it's I'm just grateful for that. I'm very grateful for that.
0: Well, that's what it's all about, you know, spreading that joy and bringing the togetherness, and mm-hmm. that's all you could ever want from having social media fame. It it's just it's so amazing and how beautiful that you get to have this journey with Noodle. I mean, it's right like, the sweetest prince really, there's ever been. Yeah. It's so cool to talk to you, too, because it's a very, you know, there's not many other people that can relate to what we've gone through with our pugs. <gasps> oh, and
2: my just God,
1: like Leslie. How
0: crazy this is. I am in the presence of pug show. royalty
1: right yeah. now. This is, I feel <laughs> very special. show that we're going to have on Broadway one day, Leslie.
0: We need to team up. We need yeah. to, like, Oh,
1: my God, it's going to be, something. you know, it's going to be like a Chekhov play, but it's just going to be two <laughs> of us. We're going to go through existential crises with our social media famous pugs. <laughs> Oh but it is, it's just all about like, bottom line is, I I found out that I, I, we had figured out a way to spread authentic positivity on the internet on a regular basis, which is just not something that is it, that happens very mm-hmm. often. I know, Leslie, you discovered that as well as you were just like, Oh, I'm able to make people's days by sharing mm-hmm. my dog with them and sharing Doug's adventures and sharing all the ways that I, you know, I care for Doug and I take care of him. And the, you know, even earlier today when you posted about how my, you know, my parents bless my food every time I give it to them. <laughs> like, it's so cute, but like, it's just like, it's just a it's there's just so much affection we have for these, these dogs. And it it only seems right that we have the and I think this is true for everyone, not just us, but it's so incredible to see so many people share their dogs on social because it's my my favorite part about social media is just finding out how all my, you know, how all my girls are doing. Um, but to just like really be able to just see like they just bring unmitigated joy to people's lives. There is I have no notes about dogs. No notes whatsoever. No notes, no feedback, nothing. They were signed, sealed, delivered, perfect. And to be able to share them with other people mm-hmm. is such a sincere. Privilege. And just the fact that Noodle is now able to pay off his credit card is even better.
2: (laughs) We love to hear it. Congrats, Noodle. (laughs) What is next for you and Noodle?
1: What is next for me and Noodle? So we have a book coming out.
2: Yes, we have a little book coming
1: out. Yes, we've been working on with Simon and Schuster. Um, It's been I wrote it, and it's been illustrated. I know I wrote it. I wrote a little children's book. I know, and it was illustrated by a man named Dan Tavis, who is so talented. Um, And it's called Noodle in the No Bones Day, and it was very much inspired by. Uh, the language, the bones or no bones as as a, as a, a means of expressing the kind of day that you're trying to have. So the book is very much about noodle and it's about me and sort of like noodle likes to do these things and I like to do these things with noodle and it's all about like the very first, day that I encounter no bones. And I think something's wrong. And I'm like, oh my gosh, is he okay? What's going on? And then, you know, you just realize like, no, nothing's wrong. He's just having a no bones day. And the (laughs) book is just, yeah, it's a very sweet little story. And it's a children's book. It's a pictures book and picture book. And we're just hoping that a lot of people who read it or a lot of kids who read it will sit there and they'll recognize like, oh, it's not that I don't have to feel, you know, I don't have to feel bad about not wanting to go to the park today or, you know, maybe not feeling my, you know, like my most energetic self. Like you don't have to feel bad about that. You just have to recognize it and and feel empowered to like Noodle will have days where he's like you can you can there could be a bomb go off on our street and Noodle would be like I'm going to sleep on this couch until eight o'clock tonight through hell or high water. And that's just like, that's his truth and he's going to live it. And I just hope that people who read this, um, or, or or encounter it, uh, sort of take that away. That idea of like, you just have, you don't need permission, but you have it. You know what I mean? That kind Mm -hmm. of thing. Um, And that's really the, that's the real big one that we're looking forward to. And then what's next is we're trying to, he noodle turns 14 on July 4th, the great (gasps) American pug, literally the great American pug. Yeah, he is so, oh my God, he's a cancer and I'm a Scorpio. So you can only, oh my God, I knew it. Water signs everywhere, you guys. So we're trying to do something real fun for his, for his birthday this year. I know that. Well, with the summer coming around, I feel like I really want to start doing some meet and greets. We've never, we haven't really done meet and greets in the city too much because of, you know, just the winter and the, and COVID, but outside is a totally different story. So we're planning a couple of fun meetups in New York and this book. I'm just, I am just, we just went through, uh, final art today and I am so. A very, I'm very unfortunately. I am very picky, and I can be very tough to please. But I am Likewise. over the, mo- you know what I mean. Like I'm just like. But the worst part is that like I'll also be like I have no ability to give like artistic feedback that's really helpful, other than just like can you make it look different? Yeah. But, yeah. <laughs> so I'm like I'm sitting here like forgive <laughs> me for not being helpful at all, but can you just change this? But it looks. I'm so over the moon with it, and I'm so proud of it, and I'm proud of all the work that went into it. And it just is a real culmination of, like, I love this dog. And, again, Noodle is old, but, you know, in 10 years, when Noodle finally releases his grip on this mortal coil, (laughs) and he leaves us at the ripe old age of 24 on his own terms because he decided it,
2: Yeah,
1: it's this is just, like, a little... You know, Noodle's legacy is far and wide, and this is just a little piece of it that I will always get to have, and is special in a way that I have yet to find the words for.
0: Love it, man! I am so excited for you, and Thank I'm so you. proud of you, and I'm just like, there's there's not enough words to say.
1: You've been such a great cheerleader throughout all of this, Leslie. Like even when we were, you know, an Instagram at forty thousand followers, like you have you have just always been so you've been so supportive and you've been so communicative and you've been so helpful. And I, you know, even just, you know, those, just those quick messages of like, how are you doing? <laughs> like, I just want to check in. Like, it really means, it means the world to 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 have you as a friend and to to be a part of this. I mean, being a part of the pug community, anyone in the pug community will tell you it's a badge of honor, but to be able to 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 have a dog of this caliber who I can share with so many people, like there are, there are not a lot of people that, can really relate to this. And I'm so grateful for you and to Rob and to sweet little Douglas. I'm so grateful. And Teddy and Fiona, obviously. But it is, it's been really, it's been really remarkable. Even being on your podcast, like you have a podcast, like you have this, you are, have this ability to create connections with people through, through dogs, through music, through conversation, whatever it might be. And I'm just very grateful to be a part of it. Thank you. It really means a lot. I'm
0: so grateful. Thank you. I feel like, I don't know, the universe definitely brought us together. Through, yeah. All of us together through pugs. But I feel like we need to have a pug prom and you and I can be pug king uh,
1: Oh, my God. A king pug and queen. prom and Noodle can be that. like the old bastard chaperone. Yes. That's
0: kicking yes. Kids <laughs> we can out dress him like dr- a
1: little old man. Yeah. yeah. He'll kick kids out for drinking and for dancing too close together. Oh,
0: oh my, my God. And Marissa will do like the most epic pug cheese boards. <laughs> and, <laughs> pug and we can like have –
1: Oh I mean, I God. see
0: it all. I see like a very like '80s, '90s prom. Oh, it'll be the hottest ticket—the
1: hottest ticket in town. Doug will I mean, invite all of his celebrity friends. Yes. All of his, all of his pals friends will come. Ed Sheeran can come. Justin Bieber can come. The <laughs> all entire their cast close of Riverdale invited. Yeah, yeah. 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 close <laughs> personal yeah. friends. The cast There's of Riverdale, you're invited. Dying. Yep, you're invited. <laughs> Dylan O'Brien, you're invited. Dylan O'Brien, you can come. <laughs> I love
2: to. Man. So John, where can people find you on the internet?
1: So where can they find me on the internet? So if they want to follow me on TikTok, it is at John Gross um, because the origins of this TikTok was just me but Noodle has taken over but it is John Gross for me, on across social, Twitter, Instagram, and then if you're looking for noodle, it is John Graz on TikTok, but also Show Me Nudes on Instagram. N o o d z. Not, I did not come up with that name. Zoe, do you guys? Did you guys? <laughs> here's something that's fun. Did you guys ever watch Zoom growing up? Yes. Come on and
2: zoom. Come yeah. on and zoom. Do you remember Zoe from Zoom? That's a deep cut. Wait, know she Blonde. ran the
1: flea circus. Or the roach. Circus. I'm like digging
2: through my Zoe. deep memories right she now. She had the glasses
1: and the plaid and the ponytail. I need to Google. Oh, oh yes,
2: God. yes, yes, yes. I do so remember her.
1: I worked with Zoe. I referred to her as Zoe of Zoom fame at Barkbox. Yes. Oh, my God. Yes. And she came up with the Instagram handle, Show Me Nudes. So, Show me nudes. Zoe of Zoom fame, her genius did not stop at Zoom. I love wow. it. Yeah, that is a real fun fact.
0: Thank you so much, John. And we'll talk to you soon.
1: Thank you so much for having us.
0: Thanks for listening to this week's episode of Diving In. This show is a resonant media production produced by Drake Peterson and edited by Chris McCone. The theme song is by Rob Schinelli. As always, if you liked this episode, please share us with your friends and family and give us a five-star review and hit that subscribe button to be reminded when a new episode comes out. If you have any questions for the show, our email is info at to stay up to date with all things Diving In, you can follow us on Instagram at Pod, or visit us online by going to divingin.community. See you next time.